before we begin this morning. I do want to remind you, if you wish to support the ministries of this podcast or the local church in which I serve, you may send any donations to 563 East Main Street in Philadelphia, Mississippi, 39350, care of Henry's Chapel, UMC. This morning's scripture comes from the Gospel of Matthew in the 25th chapter, verses 1 through 13. And this morning we will hear a parable from Jesus. And Jesus is speaking to a community that's under great pressure, great stress, great duress, because the people are wanting to know, when is God going to come back? When, when will God come back and rectify what is going on in their world? When will God come back and make things whole again? When, oh God? And I'm sure that there are many of us in this time of uncertainty, of pressure and stress and anxiety and duress that we find ourselves in currently that are asking the same question. And Jesus' answer to them is is the same that he would answer to us. Jesus has told them that the day and the time is not to be known, but we are to keep watch. We are to stand firm. We are to keep the faith. We are to wait patiently on our God, serving him And this is where we enter into our parable in the Gospel of Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13, where we hear Jesus addressing the audience, and he says that the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids looking who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. He says five of them were foolish and five were wise. And when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flask of oil with their lamps. And as the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a shout. And the shout was someone screaming, look, here's the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. And then all of the bridesmaids got up and they trimmed their lamps. They got their lamps ready. And the foolish ones said to the wise ones, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, there will not be enough for us and for you. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to go purchase more oil, and that's when the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went with him and to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. And later, those that had to go purchase oil, they came back and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. So at first glance, this parable can seem a little unfair. It's, I mean, all the bridesmaids went waiting. They all brought their lamps. They all fell asleep. And the decision about who gets in comes down to one simple fact, and it's who anticipated that the bridegroom would be late. So brought so that they brought more oil. That's at first view. Because I don't believe that this is a question of who anticipated the bridegroom's tardiness. The story isn't about the oil, but it's about being wise and faithful in your waiting. 
Episcopalian rector David Henson asked the question, what would have happened had the bridesmaids simply continued to wait with sputtering lamps and dwindling lights? What would have happened had the bridesmaids simply waited in the darkness of the night? And I think this question unto itself makes us uneasy because it uses this word of wait. And we are an impatient people. We want instant gratification. We want what we want and we want it now. And also, if you're one of those people that gets uneasy about being, and you're a little bit afraid of the dark, sitting in the darkness and waiting, I'd much rather be in the light. But for most of my life, I've identified, I've tried to identify myself with the wise bridesmaids. And I think many of us would. We find ourselves always seeking to have enough of the good stuff in our lamps, good works and good faith to endure whenever those dark nights in the sinful world come. Whenever those doubts and things creep in, that we will have enough to endure the dark night. Holding on to our lamps. But if I'm honest with myself, I've not always been the wise one. Um, because there are moments of my, in my life and in my faith journey of, of doubt and fear, of anxiety and insecurity. And in those moments, I fear how others will see my lamp dwindling. I, 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 pl I play with... Uh, this I uh, play and feel and compare this comparative game and feel inadequate. I look at, at look at the at other people's lamps and going, well, mine's not as good. I find myself worrying that my lamp won't last or won't be good enough. I find myself looking around and saying, well, I'm not. My faith is not as strong as theirs. So I, what I find myself so often doing is trying to find ways to cover up those insecurities so that other people don't see them. And I find myself standing there fearful in the darkness of the night as my light is dwindling and I, am, and I feel all alone though I'm surrounded by other people. And I find myself going, what do I do? They're going to find out my light is going out. How do I deal with this? How, where is my faith? And see, my problem becomes that I am trying to muster up my faith. I'm trying to muster up more light. I'm trying to muster it all up from within me. <clears throat> and I can no, no more muster up anything. Because, because I no longer have the oil. And I find myself wondering, what am I going to do? In this anxiety, in this fear. And in those moments, I find myself relating to the foolish bridesmaids. Helplessly sitting by watching my lamp dwindle into a thin wisp of smoke. And not only do I find myself fearful because my light has dwindled or because of how others may perceive my light, but I, play, I find myself jealous of those around me whose faith is still burning so brightly, longing to be like them, 
seeking to be as they are. And, and in those moments, I find myself that where my goal has been shifted to no longer being like Christ, but I want to be like those people who were wise to bring their lamps and to bring the extra oil. And I find myself jealous because I was foolish. And as I find myself relating to both of these people at different moments, the question still lingers, what is this parable telling us? What mistake did the foolish bridesmaid make? What, mis- what made them so quote-unquote foolish? And, and as I really begin to unpack it and look at it, yes, anxiety, fear, doubt, worry, insecurity even, are all a part of our lives. And I don't think that the problem was that the light began to dwindle. I don't believe that the, that the issue of this parable is their lack of oil, but that it is that they left when they should have stayed. The bridal couple surely would have welcomed in their friends into the light of the banquet unconcerned about the state of their oil lamps, just happy to see them. But they left. They left out of their own fears, out of their own worries, out of their own insecurities. And so how often do we do this where we find ourselves saying, this whole faith thing, I give up. I can't do it anymore. And the reality is, is no, you can't do it anymore because it was never dependent upon you anyway dependent upon God reaching down to you. We're just called to stand in faith. And that's what this parable is telling us. That maybe you're someone wrestling or struggling with doubt, fear, anxiety, insecurity, worry. No matter how thin our light No matter how dark the night, the challenge is to trust in God. See, this is a parable of trust, of being willing to wait, even when circumstances seem unsurmountable, even when things aren't going our way, to trust in God. Not seeking to be anything other than present right where we are. To accept our circumstances. And when I say accept, it does not mean to say to condone what is happening in our world, but to say this is the reality. God, I I stand in the gap for you. I stand present for you, awaiting you to show up and tell me where to go next. Trusting that in the end, when the light of the bridegroom arrives, it won't matter whether our tiny oil lamps are flickering or or extinguished completely, but trusting that the light of the bridegroom, the light of Christ, will be enough for all of us. It will illuminate the beauty in the darkness and to bring us in joy to the midnight celebration. Or as Revelation 22.5 says, there will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. You see, this parable is a parable of fear. 
of doubt, of insecurity and uncertainty. And this fear does not only look at those whose oil is running low, but to those that are viewed as quote-unquote wise in this parable, that have plenty of oil. Because their fear plays out in a completely different way, but their fear plays out in their willingness to share the oil. Now, granted, I know that if you want to go down the pathway of how is someone supposed to share their faith? No, they. I, I get that I cannot give you faith, but what I can do is share my faith in order to help keep your light burning. But you see, what we see in our story is that they are playing with this game of scarcity. Their, their, their fear becomes, what if I don't have enough? For myself. And neither side trust the love of the bridegroom. Neither side trust the love that he has for his friends. Neither trust that he will embrace all. You see, both sides, wise or foolish, find themselves dwelling within fear. And it asks the question, who are you? Are you wondering how you're going to hold on? Are you wondering if your lamp is going to burn out? Are, are you giving up hope? Are you losing faith? Is the anxiety and the concern and the insecurity of this world getting the best of you? Or are you the one whose lamp is burning bright? And if that's the case, what hope, truth, and peace are you speaking into the lives of those around you? Or are we standing by thinking, I'm dealing with my own stuff. You handle yours. I have to take care of me. You see, the beauty is that there is that there was enough oil for all. And so often we do not even notice when our lights are burning bright that our neighbor's light is flickering and dwindling. So my first challenge of the day would be that if you find yourself in a moment and in a place where your light is burning bright, speak truth, speak love, speak mercy into, the, into those around you. Speak peace into those around you because you do not know what is going on with them and their lamp. Speak truth, love, peace, and mercy into this world that so badly needs to see, hear, and feel it. That we may all have the strength to stand firm. I could go on and on about this parable because it turns out that I've been pretty much every character that you can be. And, probably, and as I've unpacked some of this, you probably have been able to relate to it too. And maybe in the end, that's what this parable does, is it allows us to find ourselves, warts and all, so that we can find ourselves feeling like the foolish bridesmaids, but called to remember to wait, not to run, to embrace it as a holy place that God will meet us there. So if you find yourself feeling like the wise bridesmaids, Remember to share what you have, even if it scares you. Don't trade temporary comfort for lasting and beloved community. The chance to give of yourself is a holy place that God, where God will meet you. 
There's a phrase that I've adopted and the youth have probably gotten tired of hearing me say it, but it's do not allow your circumstances to define who God is, but view your circumstances in light of who God is. My friends, we are a community of faith called to bear one another's burdens. So if you find your light dimming, it's my hope that you will hold on that you will that you will seek others to help your light burn brighter. You will take a moment to recall where God has shown up in your life and and know that God may not work in your time, but God is at work in his time. That God may f- not fulfill your wants, but God will fulfill your needs. That God's ways are greater than ours. That even as we look around and we don't understand what is going on, we can find faith in knowing who is in control of it all. No, this is not an easy message. But faith is not an easy thing. If we only believed in what we knew, what we know and see, it would not be faith, it would be certainty. If we only believed in God when God did what we, as we desired, then you're not seeking God, but you're seeking some sort of genie. The challenge of this parable is, even in, the, in those moments where your lamp may dim, to remember that your hope, is not in your ability to keep it lit. But your hope is in the fact that Christ will show up even if it dwindles and fades. And our calling is to stand firm even in the dark moments of our lives, of our world, of everything that's going on around us, and to keep the faith that though our hope and faith may dim, we know and trust that our circumstances don't define God, but that God can and does define our circumstances. Amen and amen.